0: What is your favorite poker film? For me, I have two favorites Rounders and Maverick. First, let's talk about Rounders. Rounders was released in 1998, it stars Matt Damon and Edward Norton. It follows a story of two friends who need to win at a high stakes poker game in order to pay off a large debt. Uh, the term rounder refers to a person traveling from city to city seeking high stakes cash games. So essentially these guys jump from city to city, underground game to underground game, in order to hopefully win enough money to pay off their debt. And they have a lot of ups and downs on that adventure throughout the film. It's a great movie. Uh really... Um, collected a following in the early 2000s um, during the poker boom when Chris Moneymaker won the World Series of Poker main event. Um, but this this movie really hit home to me. Number one, I think it's the best poker film due to the fact that they had the best actors. Um, Matt Damon and Edward Norton did an excellent job, especially Edward Norton. Matt Damon played the the character was kind of more clean cut. Um, he's going to follow... Well, not necessarily follow by the book, but he's going he's not a shady character. He he prides himself of being the best player in the game. Whereas Edward Norton, he doesn't really care about being the best player. Um, he's going to find ways to make money by all means necessary, and he's a shady character. And these two their lives intertwine and they have to kind of get themselves out of a mess. And as you can imagine, Edward Norton's character makes things a lot more complicated uh, than they need to be. Uh, But I really took a liking to Rounders, too, because at the end of the film, um, hopefully it's not a spoiler for anybody, but Matt Damon's character essentially gets enough money, to go off and try his luck at the World Series of Poker. And that really resonates with me, and you'll see as I explain my story later on in this episode. Movie number two, Maverick. Now, Maverick was released in 1994, and it was starring Mel Gibson. Uh, Mel Gibson is a bit of a carn artist, um, he has aspirations of playing this high stakes poker game. He's short a little bit of money on his way to the high stakes poker game, so he tries to find ways to collect enough money in order to play the game. Um, again, by all means necessary. It's a it's a western uh, comedy, and it's pretty um, hilarious film. Now, you might ask. What exactly is a maverick? Well, by definition, a maverick is an unorthodox or independent minded person. A person who thinks and acts in an independent way, often behaving differently from the expected or usual way. And let me tell you, this is exactly the type of mentality or exactly how I felt as I grew up um, and struggled throughout high school and my years in college. In high school, I always kind of felt that I was a little bit different than everybody else. Um, whether that was... To be honest with you, kind of felt like I was maybe like a year or two behind. A lot of that had to do with the fact that I'm born and raised in Michigan. And I went to... Flick community schools growing up And then as my parents moved to Grand Blank, Michigan I went to a, um, a I would say a better school in a suburban area In Grand Blanc, And I was a little bit behind speci- uh, Specifically in math So I had to get a tutor um, To kind of get me up to speed And I was never really You know Never felt really up to speed Or up to the same par as everyone else I believe I graduated with 3.3 GPA, so I wasn't, you know, I didn't completely struggle, but I also wasn't a, you know, an honor student or anything like that. But in high school is where I develop a liking of poker. I remember watching ESPN in 2003, as I mentioned before, when Chris Moneymaker won the World Series of Poker main event the average Joe beating the professionals at their own game. It was really inspiring to me. And I was never really passionate about anything as a child growing up. I never had those those thoughts of those feelings of, oh, when I grow up, I want to be this. Or when I grow up, I want to be that. Uh, my, both my parents worked for General Motors. Uh, my dad traveled a lot for work. And um, a lot of times it was just me and my mom at home when my, tra- my dad traveled overseas um, for work. So I really didn't have any aspiration. to kind of do what my father did. Nor did I really desire to do anything what my mother did within uh, General Motors. But for some reason, I don't, I'm not sure it's the competitive nature. Um, just the money that transpires and, and transacted back and forth. Um, the, the high level production that was on ESPN that the World Series Poker provides But poker, it, it was a really the only thing I would I would do in my uh, high school years um, I read books, I studied online, I played online poker uh, Some of my buddies in high school also p- played um, They were really good, they used to play online poker And make thousands of dollars when we were in high school um, they they taught me some tough lessons because i was terrible like i said i was bad at math and they all excelled in math and were um, were great students um, in school and went off to have uh you know great lives outside of the poker community the poker industry but a little of me i stuck with the poker industry and the casino industry because that's what i was passionate about so, as everybody went away in 2006 when we graduated, I went off my first my freshman year to University of Memphis. Now, it wasn't necessarily my first choice to go to University of Memphis. I would prefer to stay home, but little did I know, my father hid all of my acceptance letters for universities or colleges at home. To kind of push me out of Michigan because there really wasn't much for me in Michigan and my father knew that and he wanted me to, you know, see what the world offered rather than, you know, thinking small and being in Michigan. I did figure out what he did and I did not appreciate it and then maybe it led to the decision that I made that I'm getting to. So after Memphis University, I spent a year there. I lived on campus my freshman year. I was on the dean's list. I did well in my freshman year, but I hated the campus life. Uh, my, my roommate was disgusting. Um, I think he did it on purpose. He ended up joining into fraternity and just left his room trashed. And it was just, it just in a, a disgusting and a absolute, I, I don't wish that type of experience on anybody. It was a terrible experience. So needless to say, I came home. And I attended University of Michigan, um, not in Ann Arbor. There was another campus closer to the Flint area that I attended uh, classes there. Um, There I took general business classes. And I remember in 2009, sitting in accounting class, and with that maverick mentality, again, that unorthodox way of thinking, that independent mindset. I looked around, and I didn't have it. I did... I had no similar interests with the folks that were in that class. In college, it really didn't speak to too many people outside of the folks that I already knew in the area. I really didn't enjoy group projects. I absolutely despised them, to be quite honest. I didn't want to depend on someone else. And I had this burning desire in the back of my mind, just kind of crawling and seeping up my spine almost like, you know, Venom um, from Spider-Man movies, kind of like taking over, the symbiote taking over. I had this feeling this that I did not belong. I needed to branch out and do something unconventional. So it, that's exactly what I did. I stood up in the middle of the class and I walked out and I told myself I'm not going back. I went home and I told my parents I'm dropping out of college and I'm going to pursue my dream. In the poker industry, as a poker player as a poker dealer, by any means necessary. Uh, needless to say, uh, did that did not go over well. They did not agree with the decision that I made. But I knew that I could always fall back on the casino industry. There were casinos all across the United States. I know poker, poker was booming. My parents did not know that. And so I knew there was always going to be a job that was available for me. And so in 2010, I got a job at a local charity poker room in Michigan. It's called Palace Poker. Um, You can Google it yourself if you'd like to. Interesting story. They did some shady stuff uh, behind the scenes. I was not part of that. But there I learned how to deal, and I had a little bit of experience as being a tournament director as well. I enjoyed the job, and that led me to applying for the World Series of Poker in Las Vegas in the summer. I landed a job summer of 2011 and I dealt the World Series of Poker, that same World Series of Poker that I was watching on ESPN. I dealt to the best poker players in the world. It was amazing. I was at the point in my career was kind of autopilot when I was dealing cards. So I was able to really watch and observe what the players were doing and kind of deconstruct why the players were betting the chips that they were betting, why they were making the decisions that they made in every single hand. And in turn, I applied that knowledge to my own game. It was the, probably the. If I, I the next episode, I will touch on this and why I believe. If you aspire to be a poker player, or if you're just looking for a career change in general, working in the casino industry is a a, a marvelous and amazing opportunity. There are many of jobs that are available for many many skill sets. But as I stated before, I was passionate about playing poker. And I was kind of using dealing as a plan B. So I was able to, like I said, work on my game, make a little money as a dealer, play a little bit here and there, and kind of fine tune my game. Now that didn't take that didn't happen overnight. Like I said, 2011 was my first year out in Vegas, and I dealt from 2011 to 2015. I dealt the World Series of Poker in the summer and also traveled um, as a traveling poker dealer from casino, casino, state to state, working at many casinos dealing poker events for the World Series of Poker, for World Poker Tour. I was able to deal final tables, which which were televised or taped. Um, If you look in the description of the episode or if you view on my website, I do have a link where if you provide your email... I will send you a link of me dealing a a, a action packed final table, um, at Bicycle Casino for World Poker Tour. It was called Legends of Poker. Was the event? It was probably the one of the, my most proudest moments as a dealer, being able to being selected to deal that final table and being able to look back. Um, and um, you know, it was, it was a it was a great a great opportunity, a great experience. But like I said, during this time, I was developing my own poker game. And in 2015, after I got in a little bit of trouble in 2014 and I wasn't able to travel and work as often I would like in 2014, 2015, I hit the ground running. As we say in the poker community, running good. I was living my poker dream in 2015. So in January 2015, I worked at Choctaw Casino. It was a World Series of Poker event, poker event. And immediately after that in the World Series of Poker circuit was a circuit event at Tunica, Mississippi. Instead of dealing, I went to play. Rounded up a couple, probably less than a thousand dollars, and I tried my luck. Guys, I was, <laughs> I was lucky enough to final table four poker events, totaling ten over ten thousand dollars in tournament earnings in those four tournaments in a matter of two weeks. This kickstarted my my poker career as you as as it was in 2015 from there i went to cincinnati and i played a $1000 tournament <laughs> and my dream came true i took fourth place in an event for $38,000 on top of that i won a $10,000 main event seat into the world series of poker main event It was a dream come true. I didn't believe it. The very tournament I was watching back in 2004 when Chris Moneymaker won, watching the poker pros such as Phil Hellmuth, my favorite player, Daniel Negreanu, and of course, Phil Ivey. I was going to be able to possibly compete and battle with these same players. In 2015, that happened. I entered the main event, played day one, played day two, and on day three, my table assignment and seat assignment had me sitting across the table from poker pro Daniel Negreanu, my favorite poker player. Not only was I able to watch and sit at the same table as Daniel Negreanu, I played pots with this man heads up. Not only did I pay play pots with this guys, with this gentleman, guys, this pro, this legend, I won a pot against him. I remember it had pocket deuces. I don't know if he had a hand or not, but I took it down. It was so amazing. That feeling right there was so fulfilling. I didn't have to win anything else. Right then and there, it gave me the sense of, Claude, you made it. Your dream came true. You did it. I played a couple events throughout that summer as well. And I didn't do anything. I breaked all of them. But in the main event, I did cash and I'm in cash for $15,000. So I was very proud of that. I played a couple other events throughout 2015. Nothing serious, no major scores outside of that. And in 2016, I decided to play at my roots as there was a major casino being built in Maryland, right outside D.C. I applied as a dealer, got the job. And within four and a half years, I worked my way from dealer to one of four shift managers of the property. Managing over 200 employees, acting as a hiring manager, and managing one of the most profitable and busiest poker rooms in Maryland. Once I moved. To Maryland in 2016 I kind of got away from my dream of being a poker player And I concentrated on my career Moving up the corporate ladder But as as I moved up from dealer to dual rate From dual rate to supervisor Supervisor to assistant shift manager Assistant shift manager to shift manager I couldn't help but look back at all my 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 friends my colleagues that continued to travel as poker dealers. And I missed being on the road with them, traveling, seeing new places, new faces, experiencing new cultures, trying new foods. And I felt trapped. And to this day, I still do a little bit feel trapped. And that is the reason why I decided to start my first business. All in society. I would like to build a diverse and inclusive community for all. I want to help poker players of all experience levels whether you're a poker pro or a curious beginner. I want to help you on and off the felt. I want to grow this poker community. I want more women to feel comfortable and partake and be involved in the community. I also have some ambitious dreams and goals and ideas that I'm working on and working towards each day that I hope to unleash and come to fruition. So welcome, kings and queens. This is All In Society, where we revolutionize your life on and off the poker table. Join us on this captivating show that combines the thrill of poker with the twin challenges of financial intelligence and healthy living. I will be your host, Claude Winston, and together we'll embark on an empowering journey. Success goes beyond the poker table, and our show will guide you as you level up on your health, wealth, and poker skills. We'll bring you a diverse range of guests who will join us in insightful discussions. Whether you are a seasoned poker player or a curious beginner, together we'll explore topics such as personal finance, investment strategies, maintaining a balanced lifestyle, and poker strategy. So join us on this incredible journey as we unlock the secrets to success, prosperity, and fulfillment. I hope you join the community. I hope you tap in to this podcast, to this show every week. Our plan to bring on some individuals, experts in poker, personal finance, financial literacy, financial intelligence, and experts In the field of health, I want us to get us physically healthy and mentally healthy. Because without, you know, eating healthy, feeling healthy, living a healthy lifestyle, you cannot go to those tables and put your best foot forward and play your best game. And whether you are a poker player or a poker fan yourself. Maybe you're a spouse of someone who enjoys playing poker and you just want to learn a little bit more. I have something in store for you as well. This is a community for all. So I hope you enjoyed this first episode, getting to know me a little bit more. You can follow me on Instagram. I'll leave the links in the description of this episode. Follow me on socials to get a little bit more of a visual taste of Claude Winston. I do plan on having a video portion of this podcast as well in the future. But as I learn this process, the do's and don'ts. I want to master this audio form first and then we'll incorporate video. So then... Please, please be patient with me. I hope I provide value for for all of the viewers. And thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this show. Until next time. And remember, on and off the field, go all in.